Have you ever wondered what makes people capable of creating changes that impact their lives and the world around them? What is their way of thinking, their mentality, their patterns, their perceptions of the world, their reactions to different life events? What influences them? My name is Cristina Puyol, and I invite you to join me in this adventure where we will explore together the mind of change makers. So we reached two years of Change Makers Mind podcast. Can you believe it? I can. Time is flying. This podcast now has become part of my life and of our team, and you have become part of our life too. And the truth is that we have two podcasts because Every other week, we do episodes in English, and then every other week, we do episodes in Spanish. The thing is, I don't translate, except for my solos, but the guests, some of them come in both languages, some of them in just one, so they might not be the same, they're not the same. So it's like having two podcasts, Changemaker's Mind podcast and La Mente de los Creadores de Cambio. And making a summary of a year will take me many episodes because there's so many golden nuggets But I want to point out some things that resonated with me as I review some of the episodes. But again, there is so much valuable content. So if there's a theme that you want to know more about, hear more about, listen to the full episode. So some of the themes I touched last year, one of them was depression, mental illness and chronic illnesses and how to confront them. Check out Karma Breed's episode, I know it's in Spanish, Sarah Faye is in English, and Maya Lombard's episode, which is in Spanish. These matters keep popping up in my clients, in people close to me. We hear in the news and on social media. The more we bring light to it, the better we can help others and ourselves. And as Monica Pelayo, an expert coach in shadow work, says, all the things we reject whether negative or positive, yes, we can reject positive too, become part of our shadow, of the non-integrated part. And the shadow work is to integrate all of our parts. You can't see the shadows without light. So shadow work is a work of light. And to integrate is to accept that we have the human and the spiritual part and that they're not separated. Monica is in favor of seeing the parts of us that we are rejecting. Our protection mechanism is the one that creates the shadow. But to continue to grow, we must become aware, bring the shadow to light and transform it. That subpersonality no longer has a place. And when it seems that we work and we work, we work on something and it reappears again and again, what we're left with is the wisdom of that which we have not yet taken with us. It is the final point. The work of shadow entails taking that wisdom. And one question to ask is, are you doing things in love or in fear? During this last year, we also had Kathleen Sinclair and Daniel Barahona, both authors, among other amount of things. And they remind us that age is just a number and it is never too soon or too late. Kathleen said that society puts us in an age category and expects us to be a certain way. Don't get boxed by those expectations. And as Daniel showed, you can change your beliefs one page at a time. They both published books at ages when that 
is not expected, and that is not the only thing they have achieved. We talked about energy medicine and the personalities regarding the five elements with Don Didali. She's an award-winning public speaker, an internationally acclaimed dancer, actress, and author. I use energy medicine. It has helped me heal when I torn my ankle. It helped me heal pain from dancing, from overusing my knees. And I use it to align my energies and my clients' energies. And I also use it in my Kokoro Kaisen dance workshop. I cannot recommend it enough. They should actually teach it in schools. We also talk about relationships, as it is one of the most important things that keep showing up in many of my coaching sessions, and it affects every aspect of our lives. So I brought psychologist Luz Marina Aguayo to talk about relationships. This is one of the Spanish episodes. And two things I got from her was the explanation of expansive and contractive energy. She actually calls this the expansive energy and the snail energy. We all have both, but some of us have a more expansive energy and some have more contractive or snail energy. And it's not good or bad. It's just different, but it affects our communication and that affects everything. So it's a good thing to figure out which is your energy and the people around you, which type of energy they have, and understand the differences between one or the other so that you can improve your communications. The other thing is the contracts and agreements that we have between us in all our relationships, whether they're implicit or explicit, conscious or unconscious, and how we need to revise them at least yearly to make sure that we are aligned, that we define things in a similar way, and that we are operating under the same assumptions. A good exercise for couples is to take a piece of paper and define the two most important values, like a dictionary, and exchange those definitions to see how the other person defines them. In relationships, we need to know what things are non-negotiable and what things are negotiable. And Eva Maria Jimenez, an economist, mother, and entrepreneur, also talk about the keys for good coexistence. With Dondi Dalin, we also talked about relationships. She shared how some people claim that having learned about the personalities related to the five elements that she teaches has helped them avoid even getting divorced. <laughs> so Dondi explained that in their home, they have a pact that they cannot use the elements as an excuse, meaning if you're a fire and you go a lot to rage, saying that you're fire does not excuse <laughs> that you come out with rage. But it helps to understand why you or someone else goes into one emotion more than others. We all have the five elements, but the one that shows up under stress is the one that you want to work with and balance. So we're not being rude or cruel. It is very useful. Those who use the five elements personality system every day, it helps them achieve more balance. More balance means more joy and more health is the ability to find your truth and speak your truth. I invite you to learn more about the five elements, the way Dondi Dalin teaches it. She has a phenomenal book. We also touch a lot the theme of mindset, of course, and Rebecca Roberts, an extraordinary mindset coach, says we have minds that like to think in extremes, but we can also work in small increments to build our resilience and acceptance of discomfort and inconvenience. We talk about being curious and not shying away from discomfort as that will grow the muscle being able to change, having the mindset of a beginner. She also made the point that there is a big difference between ownership 
and arrogance. Owning the gift that you bring into the world is not arrogance. And showing gratitude for the gifts that we have been given is life flowing through. With her, we also talk about how our identity is the compilation of stories, the stories we tell ourselves. Identity is not who I am, but who I believe myself to be. And curiosity is a soft way of approaching the question of why we accept some labels and why do we tell the stories that we tell ourselves. We also talk about the power of curiosity with the well-known musician Rick De La Rata and how that made him the amazing musician he is today and also helped him create the movement of jazz for peace. Buju Perez, creator, artist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, businesswoman, and founder of Buju Shoes, share for those people that say that they cannot do something because they will not get it right, how much she failed and got wrong, but that didn't stop her. She learned to fall in love with failing and be careful with interpretation of these. She says, tell yourself it was not a successful thing, but it was an awesome lesson. Now I'm so well equipped for the next one, but truly learn the lesson. She also says, you showed up, you try, you learn something, you move on to the next thing. It's always hard when you're doing something different or new because you might feel alone and you feel it's not going to get support or love. Get everything that can support you. Friends, therapy, coaching, reading, open mind, have experiences. For those who struggle financially, get financial and business literacy because you don't know what you don't know. We all have limitations and they're real for everybody, but at some point, you make the choice of not listening to those inner limitations. At the end of the day, we are scared. We all feel not enough and we all have experienced some kind of trauma, but we choose not to listen and just do it. Buju Perez. Jackie Dumaine, visionary entrepreneur and transformational coach, made the point that self-esteem is the ability to trust our inner guidance and that when we are lacking in self-esteem, we have a very hard time trusting. For her, if someone is saying, life is unfair, why is this happening to me? She will dig into self-esteem. Michael Unbroken, who's an entrepreneur, best-selling author, coach, speaker, podcast host, and advocate for survivors of childhood trauma, told us that until you acknowledge that you're not doing the thing that you need to do to change your life, nothing is going to change. And we ask him, why do people not face their fears? And he says that as a kid, we go through incidents where we're chastised in front of everyone and we're then left with all the fears. The only way to recalibrate yourself is to face your fears. If you want to be who you're capable of being, it's right in front of you, but you have to grab it, walk to the edge of the cliff and hope that the parachute will open. Trust that it will open. Michael's biggest fear is to regret right before he dies, not having lived the life he could have lived, for having a life and lived. And he says, we're having a human experience. We've never done this before. Maybe give yourself a little bit of space to figure some shit out. <laughs> if you don't give yourself space, you're going to beat yourself up all the time. Shame and guilt are like bricks and boulders we carry around. And the hardest part is to learning to let go. Once you acknowledge the things that keep you stuck and you don't do something about it, 
you have made a choice and you have decided that you're okay with your life being what it is. If you look into the mirror and you say, what am I willing to do to have the life I want to have? If the answer is less than no excuses, just results, your life is going to be the same when you wake up tomorrow. Juanpa Juan Pablo Barahona, an amazing entrepreneur, leader, and holistic coach, talking about fear, he said, it is not about building courage to overcome fear, but about releasing patterns of fear that we have been carrying for too long. If we don't face fear, fear will still be there hidden in some corner of our being. Paula Loredo, co-founder of ALC Dance Studios, shared with us her story of determination and motivation. She tells us how motivation is good to start, but it's not enough to achieve your dreams. You also need a clear vision and determination and make small steps that get you out of your comfort zone in the direction of your goals. In life, we have many paths to choose from. Think ahead of time. Where does it look like those paths will lead you to? We also talk about leadership. With Marina Fuentes, CEO of United Way Spain, we talked about the qualities of a leader. And she says that a leader needs to have vision, know how to delegate, being an inspiring person that people want to work with, have patience, tenacity, and persistence. Another theme that we talked about this past year was the connection of body, mind, and soul. Evelyn Brink, a true impact coach, artist, and singer, shared how she had to learn to be with her body, to be in really good relationship with her body in order to do the things her soul and her spirit wanted to do. She learned to ask her body without being judgmental, victimizing, or punishing herself, but allowing the wisdom of her body to guide her in what it needed to then do what she desired. We need to learn to express our anger and our emotions in a way that creates change because in the case of anger, anger is actually a change maker. So we need to learn to express our anger. And about this body-mind connection, Evelyn points out that leadership is full body presence. When you can lead with joy and pleasure and the willingness to be seen and be fully present, you can create true impact. And about emotions in our body, Julia Robert and Rudy Cole, founders of Humanhood, also amazing dancers, talked about the connection of emotions with our body. Julia reminded us that if we feel sadness and we let sadness pass through our body without being controlled by our thoughts, but as an observant, like a mother or father who's connected to the body, without clinging to it, but without suppressing this emotion either. And then moving the body, moving this energy, we release it and we can create new things. So it's important to develop a relationship with the body. And she showed us an exercise to start creating that connection. Check it out. We talk about the importance also of the flexibility to keep the body healthy. And she talks about flexibility, but not from the stretching point of the muscles, but from the relaxation and expansion of energy. If you create more space within yourself, you can go farther than your matter would allow you. By working on creating more space within yourself, you also make your mind more flexible. With Juanpa Barahona, we touch the theme of intuition. For him, intuition is simply listening, going within, and listening and finding out 
which is the next step. On many occasions, we live life pushing, fighting, instead of allowing life to guide us from a more feminine place of intuition, more receptive, more open, more listening, more feeling, and of course, acting from there. Because then you act from another place and you realize that life supports you. One powerful question that Juan Pacher is, what do you change inside yourself to be able to change your life? Rebecca Sachse, a brilliant woman and professor in brain and cognitive sciences, reminded us of the power of the pause. She learned to love her work again by answering the question, what does it take for me to love what I'm good at? And not looking for the answers from external words, recognition, external definition of success, or changing her job. For Rebecca, taking a pause from being useful helped her regain her creativity, her love and passion for her work, and her happiness. Marie Diamond, Feng Shui, and Energy Master, featuring the global phenomenon The Secret, told us that if we still feel stuck after doing some changes, she recommends that we revise our spaces, our home, our office, to see if things are aligned, as our environment has a huge effect on our lives. Her definition of change is chi plus angle. You're changing the angle of chi, changing the angle of energy. Marie says your home, your spaces is a living being like you are a living being. We had as a guest Mark Divine, ex-Navy SEAL, successful entrepreneur and world-renowned mindset coach, who shared with us six pillars to get in balance. Physical exercise and somatic movement, sleep and recovery, fueling and nutritional quality, stress management and release, time in nature and community as a practice. He summarizes a vast array of skills in what he calls the big four skills. Breath control, positive dialogue and mental management, visualization, and task focusing. The ability to focus on the right task at the right time and know why you're doing it. With him, we talk about the definition of meditation. And as he said, it is about training your mind which also means training your body and spirit, and it's a path of integration. So it's important to habituate and discipline meditation so that we can take back our freedom and move towards wholeness again. And he powerfully states, if you want to create a better world, work on your enlightenment. As we come to this second year, I actually started a podcast on the 8th of March, which is the Women's International Day. And I had some powerful women and also powerful men who, through their determination, managed to fuse their vision with their mission, like Rebecca Roberts, Karma Breeds, Jackie Dumain, Luis Marina Guayo, Buju Perez, Marina Fuentes, Dondi Dalin, Monica Pelayo, Kathleen Sinclair. Paula Loreiro, Evelyn Brink, Julia Roberts, Rebecca Saxe, Eva Maria Jimenez, Sara Faye, Maya Lombards, so many amazing women that I'm so grateful that they share their stories and their vision and their insights. Another theme that we also touched was spirituality. With Quenda Lima, we talk about spirituality, and he said that it's part of life. We separate things to have a reference, but everything is connected in nature and inspiration for everything comes from nature. 
according to Quen that most things can be deducted from nature and the rest from transcendence, from intuition. So it's important not to separate us or separate things from nature or among us. Spirituality for him is everything. Spirituality is an energy, is a consciousness. The more you connect with consciousness, the more you connect with life. And when you get to this consciousness, you start to express and manifest yourself in a different way. Spirituality is something huge that contains us. We are all spiritual, but vibrating at different frequencies like water has different states. Everybody's spiritual because first we have a spirit. And if we take care of the spirit in a different way, then it will take care of us in a different way. Spirituality is an alchemy and you need to find the elements that can combine to help you express you fully. So he said that instead of focusing on spirituality, focus on self to understand what kind of environment you need to express yourself in the way of joy and freedom. And then spirituality is experienced instead of just talked. Also, when you focus on your mission, vision, you may get lost because there are a lot of opportunities, opinions, and ways. So the more you live your life, you experience things, the more you get to know yourself, and the more you will select the things that bring you joy and freedom. That way, you will connect with the kind of seed that you are and to your essence. And your essence doesn't change. It wants to find the perfect condition for it to express. And your wisdom will always come from your essence. Leaders need to stop using their knowledge and using their wisdom from their essence. And Quenda tells us that we need to cultivate these simple things. To be sweet, to be gentle, to be lovely to ourselves, which will reflect in our relationship with others. And this is enough to make an effect in the world through peace and not separation. He asked this question. What kind of water do you want to be? Do you want to crash, destroy, or do you want to flow and embrace? The best mission in life is to be sweet to each other and to cultivate love in our relationships. And I also talk in my solo episodes about a whole lot of things, communication, reframing, work-life balance, basic needs, holistic discipline, productivity, growth mindset, resilience, emotions, new year resolutions, fears, the four agreements. If there is any area you would like to learn something new, get some tools, get an insight, go back and listen to those episodes. And if you want me to touch more deep on any of those matters or themes, if you have questions that you would like me to touch bases on, please don't hesitate to contact me. Send me a message. My information is always on the contact notes and you can find me on social media. And here are some learnings and key takeaways from last year that I hope it's useful and motivating for you. Discipline cannot be underrated. And in that line, it's easier to keep a commitment 100% of the time than 99% of the time. Because from there, it can go down the hill quickly. A who can get you faster to your goals than a how. But not knowing a who is not an excuse for not learning how and for not getting there. If things don't work as planned, improvise. If everything fails, breathe and believe you can get through this. Don't take anything personally, really. But really, but really, really don't take anything personally. 
Our decisions have a cost. Holding our values have a cost. Are you willing to pay the price? Perseverance is the other beautiful word for being stubborn, since many times I didn't see the difference. Some stories sound different, but they are the same. But since each of us tell it from a different perspective, they all need to be told. Don't forget the purpose, intention, and reason behind your projects, but also revise them regularly to see if they're still aligned with your path and your life vision. Sometimes you don't need to drop your projects, but you may have to rewrite your reasons. After a success, sometimes we can feel like it didn't happen and that we are starting from zero. But maybe it's just that we are at another higher, newer level, starting from another zero. Enjoy the process. We cannot do in a week what takes a year, but we can do more in a year if we focus one week at a time. Don't focus on perfection, focus on progress. And progress will lead you to what looks like perfection. And as Luz Marina Wayo said, we learn from models experience in our family, our culture, our surroundings, and our unconscious tries to reproduce that model. That is your automatic pilot. And by putting it in consciousness, bringing it into consciousness and reviewing it, we can change it. By listening to other people's stories, listening to this podcast or other podcasts, meeting new people, learning new things, you will start noticing your learned models and whether they still serve you. Then you can decide to change them or not and see it all as a fun lifelong process. In my work, I use powerful tools like coaching, dancing, consciousness, connection, emotional recalibration in individual and private sessions. If this is something that you're interested in, please contact me. You will find my information in the notes of the podcast. I want to take this moment to thank all my guests for their time, for sharing their experiences and knowledge, and for the changes they're creating in their surroundings. I also want to thank all the people that have supported me in this path. You know who you are and you keep supporting me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you also especially to you who are listening right now. And a podcast requires a lot of back work. And as we believe in the value provided, we want to keep it going for a long time. And this is one way that you can support it by subscribing to any or all of the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Teacher, Deezer, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Audible. And if you feel with the survey, you can leave us a review and five stars in the podcast of Apple. And we also have a Patreon account where you can support this podcast at three levels. Always you can find the links in the notes of the episodes. This will help us to keep growing. And as you see now from a few episodes ago, from the beginning of the year, we've now changed the colors so that it's more clear which episodes are in English and which ones are in Spanish. Spanish is the orange and purple is the English. Thanks for this shared time. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope you're getting tremendous value from it. And as always, I will leave you with a quote. Don't ask what the world needs. Ask what makes you come alive and go and do it. Because what the world needs is people who come alive.
Howard Thurman. So sending you big, big kisses and hugs to you, change maker. Todo el mundo está en la pista, los bailadores en la casa.